Well, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you are listening to today's podcast. And welcome to another episode of Malawian Butter with Hannah. And I am your official host, Hannah. It's a pleasure to have you guys back for another episode. I'm so excited about today's episode. If you're new to this podcast, we, I got one rule and one rule only. I keep it 100 because the goal of this podcast is to inspire, transform, and change lives through authentic conversations and the word because your girl is a Jesus girl through and through. And I don't know know how to talk without involving my man, which is God, okay? <laughs> so it's good to guys have ease. Good to guys. It's good to have you back on today's episode. And today's episode, I'm really excited. Bye-bye-bye. I, you know, choosing today's episode, guys, was so hard because I had to choose between talking about navigating and dealing with heartbreak and also dating with realistic and unrealistic expectations. I think these are the topics that have been on my heart like all week because I think I've been having a lot of conversations with women and it's been an honor for God to bless me with these women that trust me enough to tell me their stories and y'all people are going through the most like i just thank god that i'm no longer ghetto and ratchet because i would have bought a gun by now because some of the stories that i hear and i'm like sister ah now this should have go to i thought my own was worse but yours not double action but because jesus loves me and i can't be like Shaniqua, let's go bust his windows <laughs> i have to trust um the holy spirit and me to guide to be able to give concrete advice but on the same time uh there's that topic i've also been going through a journey of the holy spirit um yanking my mind over having realistic and unrealistic dating expectations and i think today i'm gonna deal with this and next week's episode we're gonna talk about the heartbreak thing because i think it's intertwined so i want to lay the foundations and next week's episode we talk about dealing with heartbreak and navigating but as for today on today's episode we are talking about dating with expectations realistic and unrealistic dating expectations or verses okay so yeah tune in for some tea and the word and i feel like god is going to minister to the person that this who's this podcast episode is for and i'm excited okay i think i've done the intro too much okay bye let's get into it okay so to jump straight into it i think number one that sparked number the number one conversation that sparked even for me to think about this was uh was with a friend of mine and him and I have interacted like here and there. I can say he's my friend, 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 but you know, we've interacted. And he was like, dude, I saw the video of you ministering like at, um, we had a city takers conference. So I was the convener of that conference. Uh, yeah, it was, it was an amazing experience anyway. So I was the convener of that, uh, conference. And also, um, I think I did a little poem so he that was like the first time him actually seeing me preach him actually seeing me like you know like you know because people know that i have a prayer group or, or some do i won't assume everybody but i think he never knew that like i was very serious about this jesus thing i think you know he thought it was like oh i love jesus bye he didn't know that it's like <laughs> 
I don't think he knew could it my my serious levels were like that. So he saw me and he was like, dude, I won't lie. I was touched because I felt the spirit minister through everything that you were saying, but it just left me with so many questions in my life. Like, what's Hannah's dating love life like? Like, what is your love like? Like, like do you have guys that are approaching you? What do they say? Because I think it's scary for, like, a guy like me to just walk up to a girl like you and be like, well, I like you because now I have this mental image of this woman of God and I'm thinking, am I qualified enough to walk with her? Um, so... I won't lie. I think that has been a very big challenge for me ever since stepping into ministry because I think the bar subconsciously has kind of risen. And I've had these conversations with a couple of people. And I was honest enough with him. I was like, you know what? It's scary because I think um, not a lot of people really understand or not, not a few people only really understand that for you this is like i think most times when it comes to the dating experience i think most people i won't say most but i think a few people are okay with you being a christian girl until it's time to like have sex until it's time to like get actually serious with it they're okay with you sharing a couple of bible verses but you know so we had this conversation and he was like you know i think for you you also have to understand that you're not going to meet a guy who's as prayerful as you are um a guy who prays as much as you do probably god is going to send you a work in progress and i was like oh hell nah oh hell nah ah hell did i know did i know no no because <laughs> i had this vision in my head of like me you know mama fundis you know when your man is preaching upstage and he's like, I want to I want to I want to acknowledge my wife and I'm there with my shower sitting, pretending like I can't hear him, and I rise up and I lift my hands and I wave at the church. Ah, that was the vision that I had in my head of like the kind of man that I want God to give me. So and then that was the first conversation. Then someone else came. I think my girl, she came through and she was like, Um, dude, I feel like when it comes to your dating life like what if god is gonna send you a work in progress because the amount of suitors the suitors that god has been sending me because god will never choose a partner for you he's gonna send you people and you're gonna have to make the choice so the people that god has been sending me are people who uh, from the choice they pray they believe in god but you know there's still like a work in progress there and i was telling her i was like dude i'm so frustrated because like i just want a relationship that like is gonna serve the body of christ and yada 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 and all these dreams that i have of me and my husband sharing the gospel like i i have always desired that and she said something to me she said what if god wants you to be like a deborah what if god wants you to be the priest of your home what if god wants you to be the one to take charge of your home to bring what if god wants you to be the priest of your home but you're sitting waiting for covering like and i was like what that's crazy no 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 i i, I bashed it again now someone else came to me again with the same advice i think it was my sister she told me to kind of the perfect the problem is you want a perfect man like you want a guy with a perfect like you want someone perfect, someone who prays, someone who, you know, make money, someone, you want someone perfect. And that's unrealistic. 
So I sat down and I painfully re-evaluated my love life. And I re-evaluated the expectations that I have. And I think more so for me, my expectations were not like, I want you to buy me a Gucci bag. I want you to buy me this, this, this. But I think it was the expectations of the future. Like, I know where I'm going. I need someone, blah, 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 blah. And that is still very important. But I think the approach that I was taking it on was an approach that never gave room for grace. Woo! That never gave room for grace. And... I'm, I'm debating if the Holy Spirit wants... Okay, so the Holy Spirit said I should share this. So recently, there was someone that was very much into me. And I looked at him. Oh, and then before that, God gave me a criteria of... I was praying about... Because I think if there's something like a deep fear for me is like making the wrong dating choice. Because I, I know marriage and I respect marriage. And I'm the kind of girl who believes like i'm not a feminist guys i'm sorry if i said you that i'm not because i believe in a man being a leader of the home and me submitting but also i believe in right leadership so i know woody i can't be defiant to my husband so for me it's like the pressure like i want to choose right so that my submission doesn't feel like it's dragging it's a submission that comes out of love so I was praying about this and I was just asking God, like, Lord, I, there's so many proposals. What do I do? Like, who do I choose? This one looks good. This one seems more stable than this one. This one seems, you know, like, what do I do? Like, where do I go? And God said, th there was one particular person that I think I was thinking, ah, okay, fine, let me give this a shot. And the Holy Spirit was like, I want you to measure him against the word and because i was so confused like you know when you when someone genuinely likes you but something just feels wrong like you can't sleep you can't like something just feels wrong like everything seems perfect but something just feels wrong this was a couple of months back and and i sat down and i measured him around the word and i measured the things that he said not just the things that he said but i think the things that he did and i was measuring it against the word and i realized that he wasn't meeting the standard of the word and God was like there is your answer and I'm so glad that I made that choice because I think sometimes you're overfeeling your feelings can blind you from wisdom and I think I spoke about this in last week's episode to say be wise like love but be wise okay so now moving forward um God was like okay so measured this person against the word and is the person kind? Is the person patience? Does the person have self-control? Has he proven his love? Is he persistent? Is he, you know, and it was very, very interesting. It was very, very interesting to see all these things. And I realized something. Realize that unless the Holy Spirit actually helps you into choosing a partner, you can make a wrong choice because looks are deceiving. And it reminded me of David. Actually, it's just coming to my mind right now, where Solomon, where Solomon had an idea of the kind of man that was supposed to be king, and David's brother had all the criteria, but he did not have the heart to become king that's a word for somebody you know i think one thing that i'm learning is to look at the hearts of people 
look at the intentions of people, the motives of people, opposed to looking at the exterior criteria. Like, does this man have a heart that reflects the heart of God? And I think sitting down to that, it just opened my eyes. Like, God chooses according to the heart. And it has been a journey for me to give up this idea. Because the Holy Spirit started speaking to me through different sermons. Because how God speaks to me is most times you just be giving me the same sermon that only that week the word would just be the same 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 and pastor mildred i think it's okonkwa i think that's how you pronounce the name she said there's a very big difference between reporting your husband or reporting your partner and praying for your partner and she said and i just kept on like hearing the holy spirit say will you follow me into the wilderness will you follow me into the wilderness and i realized that i was not willing to follow God into the wilderness of what my love life should look like. Like I had it planned ever since I was a little girl on how I want my wedding to be like on what kind of man that I wanted from form one. Like I kind of knew I had an idea of the kind of man that I wanted. And God has been challenging me to say, I want you to give up that expectation of what you want your love life to look like and give it to me. I want you to give it to me and let me and let me build your love story and i i won't let that it's been easy guys it's so hard like it's so hard because i think then i'm like okay god if, if i'm giving it up then am i making the right choice but god's like give it to me give up all your expectations of all the hours that you want him to pray whether he has a ministry give it all up to me and let me and ask me again to show you because sometimes we block our answers because we are praying with ideas of what we want the answer to be and when the answer does not come in that way we think god is not speaking when god is actually speaking and it made me realize all of my love life and i realized out of humility and out of brokenness brokenness not like oh i'm broken but brokenness like oh i wish i knew better you know like i'm um, like a brokenness like out of like not regret but you know like that moment when you realize that you've been messing up and it finally hits you and you're like damn i didn't know how deep that was i analyzed my relationships and i realized that half of the men that i thought were bad men weren't bad men i think i spoke about this i think it's just because of the standard that i created and them failing to fulfill that standard because that standard lacked grace like, yeah, I'm a woman who will build with you, but I think I was a woman who wants to build with you. I'm laughing because, oh my goodness. I'm laughing because someone said this to me. Someone said this to me. This guy said this to me. He's like, Hannah, you're not letting me lead. And I was like, well, damn. Excuse me, sir. What do you mean by that? He's like, you want leadership but you're not letting me lead you're not letting me take control like you want to control each and every single thing that happens in the relationship and it does you want to control how this is going to look like you want to control you have a plan and you want things to go this way if they don't go that way then i'm not doing it the same way that you want it and you are not letting me lead you are praying to god for a man who can lead but you're not giving me the leadership and dude a 
I woke up and Zinandikuza because I was like, damn, he's right. You know, he's right. So I think it just made me reevaluate all the expectations, all the ideas of what I wanted my love to look like. And to go back and to sit down and analyze, to say, what are my expectations? Realistic expectations are expectations that can be fulfilled naturally from love. Like you are not expecting too much from that man to communicate with you. You are not expecting too much from him to be consistent. I think good expectations are expectations that come with the purity of heart. Ooh, like expectations that come as a reflection of real love. Like if you love me, I'm not expecting too much for us to be in contact. It then goes crazy if I'm expecting you to communicate every single hour, every single 20 minutes. Mm -mm. Because I mean, we're genuinely adults and we have busy life. Like you're not expecting too much for that man to be kind. You're not expecting too much for that man to spoil you and to take you out and to treat you like a queen or for that woman to respect you. Those are healthy respect expectations. You're not expecting too much by expecting someone to be committed to you for someone to, because I think one thing that I realized about love and relationships is relationships greatly look like death. Most times we hype up the cute posts, but the re, when it comes down to it, I think any relationship, even with the one that Christ had with the church in the end of it was death. Like in the end, how we are to die to self. And I think one thing that I'm learning is if you're not willing to sacrifice things that are, I think there's a difference between compromise and what's that other word? Compromise and conforming. I think compromise is like, okay, this benefits the both of us. This benefits our growth. And I'm going to like step back so that we meet halfway. While compromise is like, this is not essentially good or what I want, but I'm going to settle because it's what you're giving me. Don't do that. Like have realistic expectations of expecting someone to be kind. Like I want to get into the word, okay? I want to get into the word because I feel the Holy Spirit like tagging at me to pull out scripture. So I want to pull out, I think, the expectations that God has been showing me to have in reality because I don't want to talk, but I also want to give you guys the word. So I'm going to be reading from romans 8 and i'm just I, this is my first time actually i just feel the holy spirit leading me to come to this scripture and i'm sure he'll give the revelations as we go so there's this part in um verse 6 says the mind of a sinful man is death the mind is controlled a man the mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace okay so that's the first part and the second part i think it's this one Therefore, verse 12, therefore, brothers, we have an obligation, but it is not to sinful nature, but to live in, to live according to it. For you live according, for if you live according to sinful nature, you will die. But if you live according to the spirit, 
you will put to death the misdeeds of the body. You will live. For those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but received a spirit of sonship. Where we cry, Abba, Father. Mm. I think, number one, I think a good expectation, a healthy expectation is a love with no fear. A love that doesn't allow you to be afraid. There is this scripture that says, for love has not been made perfect. A love that is fearful is a love that has not been made perfect. If a love comes with fear, I think there's a something that comes in unmasking that to say, where is this fear coming from? If those that fear is there from valid claims, then that love is worth analyzing and looking into. The first expectation, I think, according to the word, is a love that comes with no fear. Is a love that comes with peace and life. For God has given us a spirit of peace and life. The, the Bible says... Let the peace of God guide you into all understanding, okay? And and I think the definition of peace, most times we think peace is about what we want, what we feel, but peace is really about what God desires for you. Whoo, that's deep. Man, I just surprised myself with that one. Because sometimes we have this misconceptions of analyzing that if it's from God, it shouldn't come with conflict. But sometimes if it's from God, there will be this fear in you, but you have that deep confirmation piece that though I'm afraid, this is the right path. But if it's like, don't do, 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 and there is no that confirmation of peace, something is wrong, my sister or my brother. And I think okay, other expectations are coming from Galatians 5 verse 7. I mean, verse um verse 19 i'll from verse 19 what the human does nature does is quite plain it shows itself immoral filthy indecent in actions in worship of idols witchcraft people become enemies they fight they become jealous angry ambitious they separate into parties groups they have envious they get drunk they have orgies they do other things like these i warn you therefore that none of these will possess the kingdom of god but the spirit produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, humility, self-control. I think I've learned to view a love. Like, does is this love, does this love show me love? Do I have peace here? Joy is a healthy expectation. Peace is a healthy expectation. Patience is a healthy expectations patience in every sense patience is a healthy kindness is a healthy like if it's a fruit of kindness if it's a fruit of goodness if it's a fruit of faithfulness humility self-control like there are other people woody they cannot be humble like they're always proud they're angry they're toxic to you they have no self-control they cheat and they try to make it your fault that they're cheating no my darling mm -mm. it's the love is consistent like no 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 and i think lastly i'm gonna read from the book of like first koreans corinthians 13 right and this is what this is where i'm gonna end my end game because this is where god just wrecked me he said and now 
I show you. Oh no, was it this one? Holy Spirit. <laughs> Remind me which word it was. Okay, I'm going to read this one, but there was another one that God showed me. Hmm. Hey, my 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 friends, anyways. If I speak in the tongues of men and angels but do not have love, I am a resounding gonging clanging symbol. If I have the gift of prophecy, fathom mysteries and all knowledge and I have faith that can move mountains, but I have no love, I am nothing. If all I possess to the poor surrender my body to be burned in flames, but I have no love, I am nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy, does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongdoings. Love is does not delight in evil. It rejoices in the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always prevails. Love never fails. Where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, we prophesy in part. But when the imperfect comes, when the perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. When I was child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put to death all childishness behind me. Now we see a poor reflection in the mirror, but we shall see face to face. I know in part, then I shall know fully as I am fully known. This scripture for me means so much because it smashed my... I was looking for a man who can do all these things, prophesy, pray, do all these things. Like this one is if it for my Christian sisters. Don't just look for a man that prays because I have heard some very horrific stories of men that pray, speaking tongues, prophesy, operate by the gifts, but their hearts are wicked. And some of the things that you do, they do, you wonder, is God really with this person like how are they able to have all these things and still be this wicked person and god said don't choose a partner that's just good for your ministry and good for where i'm taking you choose a partner that's kind to you hannah choose a partner that knows hannah that whole knows hannah on the pulpit off the pulpit hannah when she's angry hannah when she's sad hannah when she's emotional hannah when she's scared choose a partner that accepts the entirety of you and not just that but choose a partner who is willing who might not be able to see where i'm taking you fully but who has an insight to say this is a woman that god wants to use but i'm gonna stick beside her choosing a pastor choosing a minister i'm not saying you shouldn't choose these things and you know but i'm just speaking from my expectations and my reality choosing these things is good but 90 percent, you are going to be spending time with this person be open to the hearts of men opposed to the credentials of men someone can have a million dollar bucks but you don't know whether that heart like it goes back to the issue of david like hannah choose according to the heart choose according to is this person patient with me are they envious do they easily get irritated are they easily angered do they gel can they support me like this is the standard of healthy expectations not the other way around and i think it's 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 yes this is the scripture that god gave me lastly oh my goodness i feel like i'm gonna have to listen to this session for myself this is romans 12 verse 9 love must be sincere hate what is evil cling on to what is good be devoted to one another in brotherly love honor one another 
above yourselves never lacking in zeal keep your spiritual fervor serving the lord be joyful in hope patience and affliction faithful in prayer share with god's people who are in need practice hospitality bless those who persecute you bless those who bless you and do not curse rejoice with those who rejoice mourn with those who mourn live in harmony with one another do not be proud but willing to associate with people of low position do not be conceited do not repay anyone for evil be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody it is possible as far as it depends on you live at peace with everyone do not take revenge like this love is it willing to stay in hard times you're not expecting too much for someone to be willing like these are expectations in the bible like love must be able to endure all uh, all things to hope in all things to not look at your partner like clothing and then my pimpina more than you no that is pride and that is self-righteousness and self-seeking and god had to say well, even you you are a sinner who are you to say well, you cannot date someone who's in a work in progress i'm not saying date someone who deflects you from my purpose that is a non-compromise never date anyone who makes you say yeah this god thing is too much you are praying too much no that's a different case but someone who genuinely sees where you're trying to go and is willing to be a part of that journey even though they themselves are in a work in progress give them grace who understands who understands your ability to be in holiness who understands because i know so many born again guys who don't even see the value of celibacy to them it's just ah god will forgive us but even if you meet someone who is willing to stick by you oh my sister my brother stay and i think you have no idea where god is going to take that person i know there's a temptation to date financially stable men which is good i'm not saying you should go and carry load and put on your head but i think it's also able to analyze to say someone who not just speaks but who also is willing to put action because i think they've noticed goody some men genuinely just need direction they have everything but they just need direction and i think this is what i wanted to share like these are the standards that i wanted to communicate like learn to show grace the same way that god has shown grace but at the same time do not compromise we talked about purpose last week but also in pursuing purpose learn to know what to expect with kindness and love so guys thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode i feel like i'm gonna have to listen to this because i feel like it's my word I genuinely feel like today's episode was for me as well to listen back. And I think I feel like I've gotten the answers that I need. So I'm so happy. Thank you guys so much for the feedback and we will meet tomorrow. Bye. Oh no, next week actually. And don't forget to leave a reply. I appreciate your replies and your DMs as well. Okay. Bye.